Hey guys, welcome back to the Ronin Rabbit, a Usagi Ojimbo fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore. Today we're talking about Usagi Ojimbo Volume 3, Issue 45 from Dark Horse Comics. Cover dated January 2001. The story is Grasscutter 2, Journey to Etsuta Shrine, final installment in the Realm of Senses. If you want to touch base with me, you can tweet me at Teal Productions, T-E-A-L, on Twitter. I post the episodes on the Usagi Ojimbo Dojo and Usagi Ojimbo Fan pages on Facebook. BigTimeNoise.com slash Rabbit is the website, and UsagiPodcast at gmail.com, the email address. Now, our Dramatis Personae, to finish out the Grasscutter 2 storyline, includes... Miyamoto Usagi, Murakami Genosuke, Lord Aikida, and Senshobo. Those are all the good guys. They're on the good side. On the bad side are the Nico Ninja, who are led by either Kagamaru or Chizu, depending on which half in the story, and a Nico Ninja, Kimi, who has uh, chosen to side with Chizu in the recent Nico Ninja split. So our story opens, someone is saying, um, I'm not sure who's saying, but someone is saying, finally, Nagoya Town, because we have a panel of rooftops and just that word balloon and and nobody going to it. And we see Usagi, uh, Genesuke, Senshobo, and Aikida are all walking through town within um, Tokagi, Possibly following Aikida or Sanchobo. Uh, Sanchobo being the priest. Aikida, the um, farmer, retired military man. Retired big military man, because Sanchobo used to serve under him. But they've reached Nagoya Town. Uh, they're near, very near, at Suta Shrine, which they hope will be the final resting place of the grass cutter sword. Um, Aikida is hobbled because of an old football injury. Or, uh, if you will, he took an arrow to the knee. And uh, he is feeling it now that he has spent so much time on his feet. And so they discuss um, what to do and how to do it and everything. And basically, Aikida says, um, no, we'll keep going. You know, the, the question was, well, should we rest? We're in town now and it's, you know, the shrine is just up there. Should we go ahead and rest knowing that it's right and Aikida's like, no, no, we are this close. It's right there. Let's keep going. So they continue on, and they pass a uh, vendor uh, asking if they want udon or soba noodles. And then after they pass him by, he hops up and runs away. We see that uh, Senshobo makes a reference to Kenushi, K-A-N-N-U-S-H-I, Kenushi, the uh, chief priest at the shrine he knows him and hopefully he'll be able to get them in to the point where they can retire the sword we see the vendor uh the camera follows him and he soon comes upon several dressed and perhaps even more undressed uh nico ninja by dressed i mean wearing the the dark clothing that ninjas are most often aptly to wear even though um, that probably was seldom what they wore in real life but 
and uh, we see that uh, Kagamaru is here, uh, Chunin of the Nico Ninja, um, half. Early on in the story, the Nico Ninja were were um, halved. Um, half of them went with Chizu to take one pathway to Nagoya, and the other group of ninja were with Kagamaru to uh, watch another path to Nagoya. Uh, and apparently, Kagamaru's group didn't see anybody, so they went on to the town itself rather than trying to waylay anybody on the path there. So we see that they beat our good guys to town and now they're watching over rooftops to see the noodle vendor or the pseudo noodle vendor, pseudo noodle vendor, um, didn't recognize the people but thought that they were suspicious. A priest, a farmer, and two samurai. So... Kagamaru says, well, I, I recognize some of the party. I'll go see, you know, if, if these are our people that they're looking for, rather. And so they perch atop a rooftop, and it very much reminds me of a scene from uh, either DC's Ronin or DC's uh, uh, Marvel's, um, I'm sorry, I think it was Marvel that put out Ronin or Marvel's Daredevil. Either one by Frank Miller. Um, this is a very Frank Miller-y looking kind of panel here with the Kagumaru perched and a ninja accomplice beside him looking down, partially shadowed, partially darkened. It, it just it looks very familiar, and I believe that may have been where I, I saw it. They arrive at the Shrine Grounds, and... Uh, Genosuke is wanting to relax, so our quest is over at last. And Sanshobo says, not quite. This is the south gate. The main hall is at the northern section of the shrine grounds. So they still have to get all the way through the grounds of the shrine to, to physically get to the shrine. And as they're walking, first Aikida, and then um, Usagi, and then Genesuke realized that something is up. Suddenly, Aikida shouts, run, and they all start running. But um, immediately from behind them drop eight ninjas. Although they don't drop, I'm sorry. They, or let's see. No, they jump up out of the bushes. So they're waylaid by eight of the Nico ninja. None of them that we know. They're all just ninja fodder. And, uh, and they fall like it, actually. They start falling one by one. They manage to uh, get some separation. Aikida says that he will stay and fight these guys. You three run on ahead and, and make the shrine. So they do that. And then two, four, six ninja jump, uh, fall, fall out of trees. At Sanshobo, Genosuke, and Usagi. Uh, stars start flying. One of them gets a piece of Usagi's shoulder here. It looks like from back to front. Because it looks like it comes through his shoulder. But it, it's tearing his, his tunic. Um, they get some separation. Uh, Genosuke says, um, 
I'll hold these guys off. You two go on ahead and see if you can make the shrine. So, Senshobo and Usagi um, get to the shrine. These guys uh, also fall from the trees, maybe. Looks like, uh, but also of note is that Kegamaru is with this final group. Uh, two, four, six, eight, Ninja and Kegamaru. So they start fighting, if if that's pronounced right, Kegamaru. It, it may not be Kegamaru. I, I'm not sure. Uh, fighting, 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 fighting. Lots of panels of fighting, actually, in this book, which I guess you would expect. It's the culmination of a story, and it's got two sides fighting over a sword. So I guess you're going to get fighting. Um Everybody is down now. Um, Usagi sent Sanshobo on ahead while he stayed back to finish this last group. And he downs all of them but Kegamaru. Then we cut back to our very first break in the group with uh, Akira. And he's facing these ninjas and actually winds up, because of his bum leg, losing. He gets pinned to the tree. Or a tree. Because um, he backed up against the tree to protect his back. And he's pinned to the tree and starts laughing, starts laughing. And the three ninja that are surviving there walk up to him. And, you know, they're wondering what's wrong with this madman. Why is he laughing? And suddenly Aikida cuts their heads off. And so I guess that's why he was laughing. Because he knew how it was going to end. Uh, we cut back to Kagamaru and Usagi. And we have... Basically, three full pages of their fighting. Lots of tang, tang, tang sounds all over the place as they are fending each other's swords away with the sword they are wielding. Kegomaru leaps over Usagi, runs, but Usagi catches up with him. Uh, Kegomaru topples a mini shrine, I believe it is, uh, towards Usagi, and as Usagi ducks, he tumbles and falls and Kegomaru is on him but before he can deliver the death blow we hear uh, Usagi's name being yelled from the trees and, and whistles and we see that there is a regiment of priests being led by Sanshobo uh, coming to aid whomever two, four, six, eight priests and Sanshobo so Senshobo made the shrine proper with grass cutter. They stowed it, and then he got reinforcements to come back out and help. So, in reverse order, first he runs into Usagi, who was facing Kagamaru, and Kagamaru ran away. Then we get to uh, Genosuke, who has about five left that he's been fending off, but at the sound of the whistle, which, uh, now that I say that, it's not these priests that are whistling here. It is... Kagamaru whistling that the uh, battle is over, rounding up his men as he's leaving. So the priests get to uh, Genosuke and find that he's extremely out of breath, but he's still alive. Then they proceed on to their first break point where they left Lord Akita, only to find that he indeed has been pinned to the tree. And as we get here, we see his death's head. So... Um, apparently he held on and held on as long as he could, but died uh, just as help arrived, which, you know, is a pretty 
a pretty heroic, pretty standard heroic occurrence. So there's much sadness, much sadness from Senshobo and of course the other priests because they are at a shrine here. So the other priests are pretty upset about it. The head priest and Usagi exchanged some words about the journey and some updating of um, what's been going on. Ken Kenushi, yeah, the head, head priest, Kenushi and Usagi. We see Senshobo much, much upset having served under Lord Akita, still holding great, great respect for the man. Uh, that is the end of the main story. We have a couple epilogues. The first epilogue, we see Chizu and Kimi at a shrine for the Nico Ninja, where every ninja that dies is memorialized. And so uh, Chizu is memorializing those that died on her watch as part of her group, which uh, I think was basically all of them. Chizu wasn't, or... Um, Kimmy is here also, but Kimmy wasn't part of her group. Kimmy was chasing her to try to kill her. And then um, realized that that was not appropriate. And so she kind of apologized and made good. And the two of them fought a little bit. So that made everything okay after that. But Kimmy and Chizu are here in the shrine memorializing the dead. And then the second epilogue is at the shrine grounds in Nagoya City where Senshobo, Usagi, and Genosuke are parting ways. Uh, Senshobo going back to Aikida's house to return Aikida's sword to his son Morokazu and Genosuke and Usagi deciding that they're going to continue their wandering um, with Abeo's all around, they part ways. Now we do have some story notes here at the end. We're told mm, by maybe Mr. Sakai. It's not labeled, but you know, no, yeah, it is. It's it's Stan. Um, he tells us that Sutta Jingu is one of three major shrines in Japan, along with Maiji Shrine and the Grand Shrines at Isa. Atsuta is said to be the repository of Kusanagi no Surugi, the grass-cutting sword, though some believe the original sword was lost in the Battle of the Danura Strait during the Genpai War in the 12th century. The shrine grounds cover 190,000 square meters of thickly wooded area in the middle of Nagoya. Some of the trees there are over a thousand years old. The shrine is also home to 60 annual festivals and 10 religious events, including the Atsuta Jingu Hono Tanrin, a festival of swordsmiths. Kusanagi is actually housed in the Honden, or main inner shrine, along with many other treasures. Only priests and miko, shrine maidens, are allowed to approach the Honden. Few historians believe that the sword kept at the shrine no longer exists, that it was destroyed in an allied bombing raid in World War II, because the uh, current shrine was built on the old site in 1955, so during World War II, the shrine was destroyed um, and existed in that state up until 1955, where a shrine was rebuilt. Uh, references for this chapter come from Japan, a country founded by mother by Hajime Hoshi, 1937, published by the Columbia University Club in Tokyo. The Japan Handbook by J.T. Bassignani, 
1983 Moon Publications of Chico, California. Reference for the for the Kanushi was found in a look into Japan published in 1985 by the Japan Travel Bureau, Inc., and additional reference came from the Nagoya Visitor's Guide, the live map of Nagoya, and the sightseeing spot guide to Nagoya and Inuyamu, published by the Nagoya Convention and Visitor's Bureau. Stan finishes, I would also like to acknowledge the help of the Usagi Yojimbo Dojo website members who scoured the internet for visuals and information on Atsuta Shrine. Now we were given the words uh, Chunin, which is executive officer in this usage, and Kashira, which means chief. So basically uh, the executive officer would probably be a lot like second in command. So the Nico ninjas are suffering from a conflict between their top two leaders, as it turns out. All right, that's everything for this issue, this episode that finishes up Grass Cutter 2, Journey to Atsuta Shrine. Uh, the next book that I'm going to be taking a look at is the current Color Classics issue number five, which goes way back to the beginning. So that is what I will be talking about next episode. Thanks for hanging with me for the last 15 minutes or so. I appreciate it. I will talk to you guys again next time. Ciao. The Ronin Rabbit Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.